podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging, swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. Can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with. The we're not gonna lead. Oh. Okay, so when I was like thirteen, yeah, maybe thirteen, fourteen, um, like I remember being a kid and my appendicitis burst, and so like as a kid, you don't even like know what an appendicitis is. All you know is hospital fear panic straight away i'm gonna be cut yeah and, uh, so I, I get like rushed to hospital and um i'm trying to like play cool and stuff you know because i'm like oh i don't, I don't want to you know go go to the operating room and everything and they had this this before smartphones and stuff they had this massive whiteboard of all the people going into operations and my name was at the bottom of the list and I remember I got these jolting pains. I'm like, no, nah, we're going to escalate him to the top of the list now. He's going in straight away. Oh, shit. And, um, so go in and, uh, you know, they, they, put, they, they put the gas mask on me. And they're like, count down from 10. And because I'm in such a panic, I'm not shutting off. And they're like, just relax, calm down from 10. And then the, the doctor's like, all right, give him another higher dosage. And like they, they edge it up a bit more and I'm still not going to just sleep. break the fucking valve off, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And, and so finally I go, I go to sleep and they always, they say in an operation, you go to sleep and you wake up in recovery, like total time lapse. And for some reason, I'm, I've still got the mask and I hear the heart machine going off and I can hear the doctors and I can't even describe the pain, man. Like, it was just, Ugh. it was beyond life. But like, I remember like waking up squealing, like in the high notes as a kid. And I looked at like, cause when the gas kind of like wears off, yeah, you, like when the gas is on you, you're basically like paralyzed. But when the gas wears off, you can sort of still feel your body. And I looked down and I was basically like where my oh, waist God. is, like open, you know, like. Oh, legit open and like as a 13 year old kid man like that that's just uh you know I, i'm like terrified of going to, to hospitals now like you know and going on the operation table yeah. you know i've had nightmares about it man like where i'll be on an opera and i'll wake up in shock like oh thank god it was just a dream <laughs> you know oh but, uh, yeah like it, it was a bad experience man and it was at this place that we, we got here in sydney called rpa sydney and it's meant to be like one of the best in Australia. And I'm like, well, they didn't do a good job of me, did they? But, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, dude, it's crazy. Like when you get operated on like your brain, they keep you awake the whole time because they need to make sure they're not fucking going to hit anything that's going to cause permanent damage. That's yeah. crazy to think about, man. They're working on your head and you're just like, yeah, yeah. My name is blah, blah, blah. I'm, you know, however old. <laughs> Answering Jeopardy <laughs> it's questions. It's like silence of the lamps, man. Yeah. When he's like, on the brain so, out of you. So yeah. when you woke up, did they just, what they do, just hold you down and gas you again? Yeah, so like it, the, the machine was going off and it was just jolting pains and I just squirt and it like, they probably thought I was still asleep. But when I started, it like literally shocked the doctors and he was screaming at the um, the nurses saying like, switch him off, switch him off. And, you know, they put the gas, turn the knob to turn the gas back on and I went back out and I woke up in recovery. So it was like that few seconds of pain like and just fear and then turn back off and then woke up in recovery so it's like the art it was kind of like after the marvel credits when they give you like that little snippet (laughs) the next thing but yeah man like i know what you mean with like you know brain operations and stuff my my grandfather he he's um going blind and that was it the retina behind the the eyeball or whatever Mm -hmm. yes you know when he had to see what was um like wrong with that he said that you know because you can't sleep with your eyes open so they, they numb your whole face and they have to literally cut out his eyeball to see what was behind it so they're pulling out his eye and he's like 
a wife. Ah! <laughs> oh, man. Now I see where your fascination for horror movies comes from. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like slasher films and everything. Yeah, just... Callbacks yeah. to these horrible memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, man, like in the VHS days, it, it's such a corny movie now, but early days when I was like five and six and stuff, I'd, I remember watching that first scene in Scream 1 where like Drew Barrymore gets gutted and hung from the tree and it just scared the shit out of me. As a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. I have the yeah. movie posted for that. It's one of my favorite slashers of all time. Oh, it's such a great film, man. Like, a lot of people take the piss out of me. Like, Scream, really? That's one of your, like, top ones? I'm like, man, that that intro to that that movie where she's, like, running around the house and the parents catch her later on, man, it's just... Wes Craven was a genius. And yeah. as a little kid in my little Power Ranger pajamas, I remember I had this friend that, like, that came over. And uh, I was like, we, you know, let's put on a horror movie, put on Scream, we put it in the VHS. And we got it to about where she gets like stabbed I think in the jugular and she's trying to call out to her parents and, and he's like turn it off turn it off and he wanted to call his mom to take him home oh, man. And, and so we call it we, <laughs> he calls her up and she doesn't pick up the phone and she you know retraces the corner you know where you're calling back yeah because we're like little kids you know it was probably nine or ten o'clock at night and she calls she calls it back and we thought it was the killer on the phone we literally <laughs> wheeled and cried and wet our pants and everything as like little five-year-olds just what's your favorite scary movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible but now it's like one of my favorite films man like, it's, hell yeah that's yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking legendary you think of like horror masks it's like you think of michael myers like jason and fucking yeah. the scream mask you know yeah, like just they're so obsessed with horror movies. They yeah, Billy Loomis and stuff. Like they start stabbing ah. each other at the end of the film, just mm-hmm. to, you know to prevent the horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think you went too deep, man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and he like goes on to play like Shaggy and stuff in the Scooby Doo series. Going and- Scoob. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, a lot of roles. Yeah, just he he was a, he was a good man. A, a, a recent film was um. Was it The Descendants or something? No, what was it? So the one with George Clooney where his wife cheats on him with like a yeah. Like, uh, that's The Descendants, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like the guy, like you know, he's like the guy that she cheats on him with, and I'm like, dude, that's that's uh, Stu from Scream. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it seems like a downgrade to me. I don't know, man. Going from George, yeah. like what? Yeah, uh, like oh well, hey man, he like he did like Batman and Robin man, like he, that, that was just such a shocker. Like you just can't go wrong with that. Oh wait, with uh, Clooney playing Batman, you mean? Yeah, yeah like, one of my least favorite just... Batmans, I've got to say. Him and Val <laughs> well, Kilmer, I don't know where it fits. I would say before we get too far into Batman, maybe we should introduce who we're talking to. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome to American Slacker. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. And today on the show, we have Muggsy. Very happy to have you in here. We've been chatting for a bit now. Oh, man. Before we uh, hit, hit the record button. But thanks so much, guys, for having me on the show. And obviously, I'm in the future right now. But speaking <laughs> about you know, all these different movies. So, of course, it's natural in the movie world to speak in time portals and stuff. So, yeah, true. Guys, yeah. 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 You want, want to let no, our uh, listeners know a little bit about what you do? Yeah, man. So, like, you know, obviously I do hip-hop music. I'm from Sydney, Australia, the land down under. So, obviously, yeah, Hugh Jackman's, your Heath Ledger's, and your Chris Hemsworth's. And we've had the, <laughs> the, the trios. And Muggsy, like, don't forget. Yeah, yeah. we've had yeah. The trios, Like, they're the best uh, superheroes so far, you know, and the best Joker as well. I'll put that in there for the Batman topic later. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, do hip hop music, man, and uh, like, what can I say? It's just incorporated me in like every way, way and aspect of life, and uh, and just like my views and stuff on life as well. And uh, I came from the era of the early, th- you know, the early thousands and the nineties, man. So uh, I guess I'm an old cat because like when you know when the kids come to me now, like, hey, but pop in Lil Xan or something. I'm like, nah, <laughs> pop, pop in Rakim, or it's like, it's <laughs> like. Oh, we're listening to Lil Yachty now, and it's just like, nah, I'll put in Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, man. Can't go See, wrong. That's, yeah, that's kind of our, our wavelength as well. So I guess mm. we'd be old cats too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to think that. But yeah, I guess we are classified that way we're now. Getting there. <laughs> What's now you've been putting stuff out for a while. Uh, it looks like your first album released around like uh, 2009 or so. 
Yeah, 2010. It was like a little, it wasn't really much of an album. It was more like a demo. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, because I was just start, I was just starting off as like a sort of uh, late teenager, but my, you know, proper sit down and analyze and want to focus to make like, you know, my craft was understanding, which was 2013. Um, so I still count it as my second album because, you know, they're two releases in, in the end. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, when 2013 rolled along, man, I was doing music since, yeah, like, you know, 2010. Ooh, and uh, I just thought there's got to be more to the entertainment industry than music. So I jumped into the acting field of things and it's pushed me to 2018 where we are now. And my fans are like, we got to hear new stuff. And I'm like, man, I totally forgot. I, it's just acting work's been giving me so much like parts and stuff that, you know, music is just, i got to figure out a time to sit down and write. So I guess I'm like the uh, Australian Mark Wahlberg in a way, man, you know, like <laughs> Marky Mark. And then, yeah, now he's like this oh, big time. Well, good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've got my references, man, even though I'm like across the globe. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, it's crazy because uh, I've never had um, acting, you know, schools or, you know, teachings and stuff like that. And, um, when I go down to these roles, uh, uh, you know, sometimes uh, at the uh, sometimes I think, man, what am I uh, doing here? Like, I, I don't have all this, you know, this training and stuff. But then I get into a frame of mindset, man, where it's like, look, man, I, I want I, I, I want this to happen more than anything. So you know, like to try and make a living off it. So whatever the the whatever the the hurdles are to get over, just just do it, man. And it's for some weird reason, it just conquers me to the next role and then the next role and the directors just love it, man, you know, so I don't need no, no training and everything, which is crazy, That's man. Fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. I think it annoys some of the, the people because it's kind of like, you know, they, 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 they're like, Oh, what acting school do you go to? And sorry about the washing machine in the background. If you can hear that noise. Uh, but, yeah. They, at all, actually. Yeah. They're, they're like, um, um, Oh, you know, I went to this acting school for like four years or something. How long have you been doing it for? And I said, oh, no, like a few, like, I don't know, a month or so <laughs> when I first started off. They're like, oh, you're getting roles left, right, and center. I was like, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard multiple um, actors say that, you know, they've been coached by certain people and told, you know, you got to be careful of who you like coach because you, you don't want to lose the natural – intuition that you have with acting you know and you might just have that natural flow man where you like can dive in you know well, yeah like there, there's so many acting i always get emails from like hey come to this you know training class or come to this to better your skills and learn from this you know high up actor and i guess it sounds a bit egotistic in a way but i look at the person I'm like i've never heard of this person before so why would i pay 300 dollars for them to train me you know it's like if they, if they could give you those skills why aren't they just using them themselves to be an actor yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's sort of like um uh oh hugh jackman's teaching a class i'll be like oh well, fuck it. i'll pay my 300 dollars to do that but yeah. it's like oh so and so that was on like one episode of I don't know, home it away. Like that would <laughs> and it's like, well, I pay three hundred dollars for that when you know I can just call up like right. an agency and they like, hey, I want to be an extra on this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. is that mainly how it works out there? Is you work through agencies to kind of get you the parts? Um, some people do, man. You know, they get fooled into the system where it's like they pay, you know, three hundred dollars to get their photos up and then um you give it to an agent and then, you know, they send it out to directors and stuff. But, you know, from how many people want to be an actor over here and, and everything, they, their, their books are so damn full that it, it just, they rarely get anything for you. You know, mm -hmm. you know um, so I use a site called star now. Um, it's kind of like a job kind of site where a lot of people just post up, um, you know, heaps of acting roles or music roles and I just apply for them. And if they like you, they like you. If they don't, they don't. Um, and you got like your own little profile, kind of like a Facebook page where, you know, you, you put up all your credentials and stuff and they can see what you've done and everything. So they can say, well, this guy looks more professional than, you know, the, the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, I'm just independent with a man. I, I used to, nice. when I first started off, I used to be with a, with like an agent stuff and you know they didn't obviously they didn't find me much um because their books were so damn full but i was just starting off man so I, I didn't know what i was doing 
Um, what, what kind yeah. of projects are you mainly doing? Like, uh, is it comedy, drama, kind of? No, no, I always get drama roles, man. Like, you know, the whole, you know, like white drug dealer or, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, you're uh, getting stereocast already? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been putting the stereo thing, you know. Wait, man, have like, I seen you on Law & Order? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Law nah, Order, nah, Under? Yeah, or... Um, I'd love to be on SVU, man. I was a huge fan of that back in the day. I could play yeah. a great dead body. Like, let me get on that. <laughs> like, they raped him and left him here. Like, uh, like did awesome. you see me? Show to Thanksgiving, you know? Or, well, I guess Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, the hardest role I ever had to do was um, I'm so lovable to people. I love it, meeting everyone and giving everyone a chance. And I remember rocking up to this thing, no training, like I said at the first of this. And the guy's like, I'm making this uh, hip-hop sort of ro- like, like hip-hop sort of abusive romantic kind of movie, like where it's of this a boyfriend who's loves his wife but is abusive to her and doesn't want her to like go with like other men and she's like forcing to leave him and, and uh and take the kids away from him and that sort of thing. And I said, and all I was attracted to was the word hip hop. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Just hip hop and nothing like that. And he's like, come down, you know, do a little, a little test run. And if we, if we don't like it, we don't like it. If we do, we do. And, uh, I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah, we went down there and I said, well, what is the role in taking? He's like, all right, well, they had the actress in, um, in the room and the makeup department was, you know, giving her like, like, Pattering it down with like a black eye and like a busted lip, and I was like, "All right, what's going on here?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "All right, you're you're gonna play the abusive boyfriend. You got to get on, <laughs> oh, and like, and like act like you know you're beating her and stuff." And I was like, "Uh, what? Like that?" And, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is what you know I was telling you about." And uh, <laughs> uh, and I was like, we've, "We've had so many people come in, and they've either can't bring out that inner like that that you know that." aggressive side onto a woman or they go too overboard with it to the point of like, it just looks like, how do I explain it? Like psychotic in a way. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Like we want that middle ground where it's like, you you kind of are abusive, but it's like keeping her in control. If that may, I don't know if that makes sense. And it's like, all right. So you want angry, not psycho. (laughs) And like, you know, (laughs) that sort of thing. He's like, yeah, correct. So I went to the bathroom and I was like, all right, give me a few minutes. And, I thought of um, Eminem's song Kim on his Marshall Mathers LP album. Okay. He's like, you know, full like killing her and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, just wonder what Dr. Dre would have thought when he recorded that uh, that song. He probably thought he was a psychopath. So I walked back in, got on top of her and just like did the part. And mm-hmm. he was like, he was like, F- forget, you know, um, all the other people, you got the role and stuff. And I remember like being such apologetic to her, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And we're like, we're just acting, we're just acting. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't condone that on no women and nothing. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So, that that puts you in quite the awkward situation. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, yeah. So, like, that's what they trained him up for, like, to get in this. And I just walked in, like, all right, just rocking, man. Like, I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, crazy times, man. So you gotta you gotta screen those jobs a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna sign you up for like a gonorrhea ad or something. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like I've had herpes for four years. Like I didn't want this position. <laughs> oh god, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't want to be the face of herpes for Australia. Come on, like man. Yeah, it's just it's a, I don't know. It's a trickster of a, of an industry, man. They can trick you on anything. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty limited in that description, right? When they ask, when you're like responding to the ad for like the odd job, you're like, hmm, and and then like you know, read something and you get there and it's like you're fucking yeah, you got to get butt naked and we need you to slide (laughs) down this slip and slide covered in vegetable oil, (laughs) and then you're gonna hold this peanut butter jar up to the camera. (laughs) It's like what? Yeah, they were totally gonna kill Jiffy. Not not that, but like. You know, there there's this one there was this one time where um they're like, We need extras, just background extras for this party scene where it's like a, it's gonna be like a house party. I said, Oh, I've been to plenty of house parties, this is cool. <laughs> I rock up and I meet the director and stuff and you know, the people start coming in with like the um uh like colourful colours and you know, like you know, weird 
uh, like sort of you know skin tight jeans and all of that. And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay. And then and then I said, well, well you know, what's this film about? And, and he and he's like. <laughs> It's so many people trying to like <laughs> ask questions to him. So, he, you know, they're just like, what have we walked into? And, you know, I look behind me and there's like, you know, two guys rehearsing their scene and like, they're like full making out of each other and stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God. I know like each their own man, you know, personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If I, I but then I'm sure in the back of your mind, you're like, do I have to make out with some dude I today? Just, you know, I was like, whoa, oh. man. Like, like whatever. I, I was like, okay, like, what have I walked into? And, and he's like, no, nah, you're just an extra at the party, but it's about this film. It's about this guy where he's coming out and, you know, his friend, he's coming out to his friends and his family for the first time. And that's the concept of the story. It's kind of like a short film. I said, all right, well, yeah, if I'm an extra there, that's cool. Like, you know, like, I mean, it's women, man, not not no guys. <laughs> it's like I'll be I'll be passively gay in the background. As long as you're not making me yeah. actively gay on camera, then like, <laughs> like hey, I don't I'll have even to, slap like, a dude's ass. My compensation, you know. <laughs> exactly, man. Like that was a weird one. I walked into. I was like, whoa, damn, man. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had some weird experiences, man. On it, yeah. It's like, all right. What, what kind of hours does that that run you? Are you up like early, or is that late night? kind of work my, or is it all over the place my longest time i've done man we, which um it wasn't a feature role it was an extra role was uh when jackie chan came to australia in 2016 for his film bleeding steel oh, um wow. there was heaps of press on it like he was up on the up on the opera house doing this fight scene and everything but there was a scene where um he he was where did we film it it was down near some water bank thing that was on like sydney harbour and they made like this little carnival kind of scene where he's on this ride with his uh, wife and daughter. And then the, you know, the villains come out and they do this whole fight scene. And I was one of the extras in the background walking past almost, you know, thinking, well, you know, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And uh, it, honestly, man, like I, I grew up watching Jackie Chan adventures and stuff and, um, oh, yeah. and like rush bad out. Day, but, bad oh, day, bad yeah. But, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> but like I wasn't starstruck, man. Like I, I was just like, look, he's doing his job and stuff, man. Like yeah. it's cool, but yeah, it's it's not like Will Smith or something where I'll be like, oh, like oh my god, you know. But that was crazy. That was probably we started at three o'clock in the afternoon, and I got home probably twelve o'clock or one o'clock the next day, man. So I had to pull him oh, wow. out with that one. Um, so a lot of uh, caffeine, and it was on the last night of winter as well. And they they wanted um, it to be a summer movie. So when we rocked up to like you know the makeup department and and you know clothing department, they're like, you gotta wear summer clothes. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? Like this is <sighs> a like a, a winter night. And they're like, yeah, yeah, like just for the scenes. And then when they stop rolling, we'll rug you up in jackets and stuff. I said, this is gonna be horrible. But yeah, I just have to keep my you know, inner strength to, you know, go through with it. Yep. Um, but for the I heard that they did that with the Bane uh, scene, not to bring it back to Batman again, but uh, <laughs> they had mean, everyone... Not to bring it back to Batman. It always goes back <laughs> to Batman. They had everyone in, like, winter, like, coats in that stadium that Bane yeah. blows up. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but it was, like, middle of fucking summer. <laughs> like, yep. people are going to be passing out, like, like 90 degree weather, and you're in, like, a coat and a hat and a scarf the worst one that i got speaking of hot cold or just freakishness was uh last year a comedian and josh gad is josh gad yeah Mm -hmm. uh he's on um that train movie i can't remember um yeah josh gad and um uh, is that snowman and frozen yeah that's (laughs) it yeah and uh the chick from black panther and she won um 12 years a slave uh lupita Lupita uh, Nyong'o. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, man, like I cried my eyes out on that movie. That was so trauma. That all occurred right here up by me in Saratoga. Yeah, and and um, so they were both from the film, and um, uh, they're doing this film down here called Little Monsters, and it was about these comedy movie about these preschool teachers taking their kids out, out on um a vacation or something and I like a day vacation and zombies like raid the place kind of a B grade movie, but I was one of the zombies on the, on the film. And wait, uh, not, not the 1989 little monster. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Savage. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Yeah, it, it, it's Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the location was probably three or four hours away from me, and and uh, I was like, look, I'm just gonna do it for. They wanted me down there for like three days or something, but I had no transportation, like nowhere to stay. So I said to him, one day, um, suit me up as a zombie. That's cool. And they're like, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, one, one day. And and then um, I rock up and Josh Gad walks out and Lupita and stuff. I said, oh, f- yeah, fuck yeah, I know them and stuff. And and the whole time they put me like head to toe in zombie makeup, prosthetics and, and all that kind of stuff, dirt, mud, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this whole time they better have showers or something at the end of this because i got to travel <laughs> like four, hour, four hours home on like public transport and stuff. And so we do the shoot and they're like, all right, God, that's a wrap guys, you know, safe travels home, da, 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 da. And I go, go to the makeup department and I'm just like, all right, you can take the, you know, you can take this off me now. And they're like, take the prosthetics off, but they keep the blood in the make, you know, then the, in the makeup on. and like, Oh, we don't have showers here. Well, I thought you were from Sydney. I said, no, I'm from the central coast, which is like four hours. And they're like, Oh, and I said, look, it's going to be a funny story for my friends. I'm just gonna- <laughs> I'm just going to do bite the bullet and do it and literally catching a bus and two trains home, man. Like, <laughs> could you imagine that? Like, as God, the, what, what kind of like, looks? Did you get? Yeah. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Like I got some, I got some terrifying looks and a few people saying like, what happened to you? And I was like, you oh, the duffel bag with basketballs and put some, uh, uh, carried it around. Said, yeah, it's like, I wonder what's in the bag. Man. <laughs> a lot of experience like that, that beard, man. So like, I just said it was a bar fire pretty much. Yeah, there you go. You should see the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good times, man. But crazier stories. <clears throat> yeah, man. So what have you been working on lately? You got any uh, new music coming out soon? You working on stuff at all or... Honestly, man, I, I missed the high from, uh, you know, performing and, you know, over the mic and uh, performing in front of crowds. Like, I love doing all these different characters and the, the case may be, but nothing beats the adrenaline high performing in front of crowds and stuff, man. So, um, for this year, hopefully, you know, going, going on to early next year, I want to do uh, a two-disc third album. Um, mm-hmm. So, put as much content on as possible. And uh, yeah, just release another album, and and, and three's my lucky number, man. So hopefully, it takes me further up in the in the in the game. Sure, nice, nice. Yeah, man. we'll be sure to share it and like spread it around as much as we can too. As, as yeah, like the, the beats that I've got man, that that I play on like my iPod, like I've got them. I just got to write stuff to them. Um, they they just sound incredible, man. And uh, I feel that personally, like when they get released, something about them. I, it's kind of like I can just see him like being really great to the listeners. Um, like when I recorded my first and second hour, it was cool. So like, I can't wait to get this out. But for some weird reason, these beats for for the third one, uh, which it, it just I can look into the future. So I think I think they, these. Uh, it's kind of like I'm carving this masterpiece in a way, and it's like I, I can't wait for this to be released, man. You see the statue in the marble. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's it's sort of like I listen to these beats over and over, and I'm carving this portrait of these lyrics and stuff, and I just got to like, it's not like full, you know, portrayed lyrics. It's more blurbs of them. Like, I'd just be like, oh, maybe I could write this here, or maybe I could write this here. Like, not a full structure yet. And but at the same time, I'm thinking when this happens, something about it's going to be great for me. And uh, yeah, like I can't wait to record it, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. yeah. I'm sure it'll go well since three's your lucky number, as you said. Yeah, and like recently, man, um, Sydney Film School, which is like one of the big ones over here in Australia or New South Wales, hit me up and like we wanted to do like a we saw your fan page and what you've done and who you've interviewed or uh, no, who's interviewed you and all this kind of stuff, and we want to do like a mini documentary on you and submit it to film festivals and stuff, and I was like. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Well, awesome. where, where did that, like, where did that come from? You know, and and they're just like, so I went down to a meeting with them like two nights ago, and that's pretty big. Like, yeah, for me personally, like, not a lot of underground artists over here get documentaries made on them. Like, oh, it's mainly, Like developed artists, like you know, huge artists, like your Michael Jacksons and stuff, get docos, not underground like artists. So, yeah, like I was like, yeah, sign me down. So we're gonna try and film that in 
second second week of June. So yeah, they're going to come to my house and do the whole barge in on my family and everything. And uh, it's going to be the MTV True Life. Exactly. Yeah, man. So yeah, that 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 those are the two things up in the works at the moment, man. Mm. For sure. Cool. Yeah, well, man. We're we're looking forward to more stuff from you, and and now you got me hyped for this documentary that I didn't even know about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love docos, man. Like especially if it's a good one. Uh, the last one I watched was that uh, Defiant ones with Eminem and Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre and stuff. Man, it was just. Such a good docker, man. Like, I couldn't believe he, he was in love with uh, he was Jimmy Ivey was dating Stevie Nicks at the time, man. Before he met like Dre and every, everyone, that that was that weaked me out, man. Just yeah, you know, that's crazy. Man. And, and uh, who else was it? Was it Bob Dylan? I don't know. It was it was someone, but it told his whole backstory. Who no, John Lennon, he worked with John Lennon and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And that John Lennon gave him his uh, first role, like as a engineer and like a producer and all that so man what what a what a story you know <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. My career. Well. i need to i need to run into someone big like that <laughs> you seem to be yeah. quite the movie buff from uh documentaries to horror to oh. jackie chan action films that you star in yeah that's, <laughs> that's right i said star in <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah extra in. yeah yeah now i, I remember this uh funny because we're speaking about acting, man. When Mel Gibson, <laughs> when Mel Gibson came, came down to Oz to film um, Axel Ridge, that's uh, when I was still with that that agency. They're like, "Look, um, we want like what my beard is now. We want you to build this scraggly beard because I think it was World War Two or World mm-hmm. War One or something, and you know, just make it heaps grubby looking and everything because you know you might get like the role as one of the soldiers getting shot in the head." And I thought, all right, how long do I have to grow, you know, grow this for? And like, give it a few weeks and we'll get in contact with you. And so I'd walk up to like job interviews and stuff. And they're like, hey, you could have at least had a shave. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like, no, I'm trying it. to get this other job. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm holding it up for a movie. And it got to the point where I think it was the third week in and I'm like, why aren't they calling my phone? And, or just emailing saying, yes, you got it. No, you haven't. So send them a message. Oh no! Yeah, sent him a message and a few calls didn't pick up, and you know, sent him a message. And there, it was like seen hasn't replied. I said, "All right, f this." You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna shave shave it off. So I shaved it all off, and they sent me a message, and and they were just like, "Yeah, you didn't get the part like that." And I was like, "That was such a gamble." Like, what if you said, "Yeah, you got the part." It's like, "Oh well, I've shaved off my beard." Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So they were a bit of a dick of an agency, to be honest. Oh, man, yeah. that sucks that like it's uh, your physical appearance is determined whether or not you get the job too. It's like the only industry where they can do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Beard. Oh, man, like, so people like, can't even grow a beard. What are they? They're fucked. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it, I, me personally, I, I'm cool with. Um, you know, actually, no, I'm not cool with shaving my beard like mm-hmm. completely off. I haven't done that since probably year 11 in high school i don't know okay, when i was nice. going to say for it. like yeah, i usually uh, keep mine <laughs> yeah i've kept it and like if they it's so it's to the point it's so bad man where like you know if it's a huge blockbuster film i'll do it because the paycheck would be amazing but for like an independent film where they're like oh we want you to shave your beard off it's like no nah, ain't gonna happen i could yeah. do like i could maybe like shave most of it off or like keep the mo and the goatee but no nah, nothing else beyond that um, <laughs> Yeah. You gotta have For a sure. line drawn somewhere, you know. Yeah. What you're exactly. to do. Yeah. You know, I'll go nude, but I'll never shave this beard. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. Just I haven't had a nude bro yet, thank God. Don't wanna see don't wanna see that. <laughs> nah, no no dick swinging, balls hanging. Nah man. <laughs> it's more like I'm not a Chris Samsworth yet, so I'm not chiseled out, man. There oh, you man. go. As long as I can CGI call. the abs on. Then you're good. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, these days I can just like paint them on, even. Airbrush. <laughs> well, be like the rock and have like twelve bowls of that, de- like twelve bowls for breakfast. So was it the Hercules challenge he did? Oh my He's god! Like, like had twelve bowls for breakfast or something, and I was like, "Are you human? Like, what the hell?" Like, <laughs> his his cheat food. day, he'll eat like uh, like two whole pizzas and like a bunch of hamburgers and shit. 
Like it's like more more box than one Oreos. person could eat in a week. Uh, box of Oreos, yeah, I think that was one of the things yeah, on there. It's insane, oh. and it's like it's almost like you're calling bullshit on. You're like, I don't think one person can eat this. Exactly. He just, exactly he just takes more. the box and shakes it into his fucking mouth. You smell what the rock is cooking. <sighs> he loads that, he loads Oreos into Pringles cans so that he, he can just fucking that, like, shoot them. If anyone like you know call calls him the rock, like he he wants to be more professional, like that that he gets like heaps annoyed about that. Like he just oh really? Be, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. I read that somewhere. Like mm. yeah, he's just he just can't stand it when everyone's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's why they've cut it out now. It's just Dwayne Johnson. Doesn't so, it kind of feel like if he wasn't as muscular, people would make fun of him for being called Dwayne? It's like the only reason. <laughs> The way with that is the fact that like he'd kick your ass like if, yeah. if yeah. it's like no Dwayne yeah no cool absolutely cool name definitely cool name I wonder if he gets cool with DJ like hey DJ, DJ. okay <laughs> pump Wait, it up DJ nah I still reckon hand sound best name I've heard of all time is John McClane die man that is yeah. that is like the best name I remember being as a kid and. The, you know, shout to my parents, shattering my dreams before hip hop. I was like so obsessed with that film. I'm like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a cop. And like, you do realize you don't jump out of buildings and stuff. You do like office <laughs> paperwork and stuff. And I was like, all right, I don't want to be a cop anymore. <laughs> it's like parking violations and shit. Ninety percent of the time, yeah, yeah not, not wrapping hoses, not walk, like, walking on glass and yeah. out of buildings. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hans Gruber, like. Yeah. Well, how do I get that job? Yeah. <laughs> That's so. I don't even think Australian police force have the um cool little uh, golden badges you guys have over there with the wallet or something. I don't think we've got. Oh that. yeah, where they flip it open. Oh, that is so cool. What the fuck do they got? They just got the plastic badge or plastic ID, and they're like, "Listen, inspector, fool." Oh, <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad, man. Like, I don't know. I've never seen a badge before. All they have is like. Like a little name tag with like their last name and their initial of their first. I'm like, oh, I'm Detective. Jo- I mean, I'm Detective Johnson. I'm like, I can't take you seriously. Where's the goal? Like, <laughs> you see this name tag, fool? You see this? <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess. So, I mean, what you're saying is me and Matt could dress up like cops in Australia and get away with it because there's no bad ne- badge needed. We could just, you know, walk around with M Gertz. Well, actually, do you get like American cops? Like, can an American be an, uh, like an Australian cop? Like, hmm. Is that a good pop? question? I don't know. Wait, wait, like, that was, question again, Matt. What was that? Can an American be like, have you ever ran into an American as a, an Australian officer? Like, it's like an American, like, hey, motherfucker. I know, like, I'm an American, no. but I'm the cops. I'm the law. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just thought of Robocop where the, I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. Um, no, I, I haven't, man. Um, but it, it's it's funny what, what you said. Like, if you used to come over and, like, pull out the gold badge with the wallet and everything, I, I'd be like, yep, I'm dropping everything, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know, something about that, that that or when it hangs from the necklace. And it's yeah, like, yeah, when they just raise it and then let it oh, drop like they don't care. Oh, that is oh, just man. so freaking cool, man. Like, <laughs> Oh, wait, just, if they have a neck, if they have it on a neck, like a necklace, like their badges on a necklace, I'm even more intimidated than like if they're just like have a wallet. Like it's like, oh. is he like undercover? Is he like fucking special ops? <laughs> just See, like, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm dropping I everything. Say, that's the we talked a little bit uh, earlier, like before we started recording, probably uh, about what things are real in America, uh, movie versus like reality. I would yeah. say that's one of the differences is you don't see a cop's badge; they just pull guns now in yeah. America. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the way they go. That's how you know it's a cop. It's like, oh fuck, yeah, no, uh, absolutely, officer. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, they just need to show the gun. It's just like you don't even care about the badge. You know, like, no badge anymore. He's like license and registration, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, just shows no. the gun. Just like putting it it's up like, here, like temple sideways, like so you can feel. He's like you feel that coldness. Like, I, I could have sworn that was a badge that you used to do that with, but all right. <laughs> but that is just so damn like something about it, man. It's just so damn cool. Like I know, like so it's a gun now. That's just disappointing, man. More scarier. Yeah. Okay, I'm putting yeah. my stuff there, but like. Me personally, the fact man, that a badge I, could stop someone—that's kind yeah. of badass. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just like, 
I, I'm, I'm literally from Australia. I'm getting arrested by this badge. Like, yeah, tag, tag <laughs> you know, instead of like a shitty name tag, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm off the phone. So I was like, oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, they give the rent a cops uh, badge, like name tags here. And then if you see only a name tag, then you know you're good to run. Those are the ones that like bust you for skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I've like straight up like been busted. Like he said for skateboarding and been like, suck it. Like, <laughs> you skate out of here. Gone by the gate. The time to get here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh man. Yeah, South Hills Malls. Shout out. Used to always yeah, right. for skating there, and I think I remember a time with you especially where we had the evac in your Kia. I may or I may not have stolen a velvet rope. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, dude, I forgot about that. Oh man, good times, good times. That, and then we made my car into a uh, nightclub. So but those, yeah, those yeah, are other back again to like how yeah, our lives do have a little bit of super bad elements in there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you can go shopping malls and stuff. Like, do do is there still wiggers about, especially in California, man? <laughs> is there like heaps of wiggers and stuff around? Like, in terms of. Uh, like white boys and stuff. We're not even white well, boys. Anymore. It's weird because like that used to be more pervasive in like the I'd say nineties. It was very like, oh, you're a white guy, you're a white kid dressing like a black guy because you listen to music. But now that's like the entirety of the young generation. Uh, yeah. So now, so it's not divided anymore. It's just sort of become the norm that like it's assumed that most teenagers listen to rap. It's assumed that. You know, most teenagers kind of dress all the same way, and and oh. like, it definitely has a rap influence to it. Oh yeah, 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 like definitely, man. But I mean, like full wigged out, like do rags and like bandanas and just full like Malibu's most well, wanted. <laughs> I haven't seen too much Malibu's most wanted, but yeah. I can't rap about anything. Oh, traffic, traffic, looking for my chaps. No, <laughs> there's a poor um, man. Right? <laughs> fucking i don't see too much of that but i'm also in silicon valley like up near san francisco so i'm in the minority as a white person i'm more surrounded by uh, uh latino or latina uh people from south america south american um ancestry or or indian or asian actually there's a, like i'm in the minority for sure yeah, food is fucking dank as shit. Like oh, I man. love the food out here. <laughs> I can't, California is can't gorgeous complain. Food, I gotta say, like the blend of people is what creates that great food. And yeah, when I when I see another white person, I'm like, oh yeah, look at that. I forgot. San <laughs> <laughs> Francisco, man, fresh Prince of Bel Air. How can you go wrong with that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> <Now> listen up. <laughs> yeah, man. Like so, yeah. You with like all the different races. You're like Carlton Banks, man. He's got white friends and all this, and Will's got all the black friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, the, with um, Alcatraz, man. Like that's a that's a good question. Did you think they escaped or you think they drowned? That's like all. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think they drowned. made it, honestly. I do I say think at least one of them made it. Yeah, I think, I th- personally, man, I agree. Yeah, yeah, like, I think one of them made it. Um, I just feel like the odds are against them. They're so against you them. Know, you know what I think, island. though? You know, a funny other one is, like, do you know about D.B. Cooper? Uh, Cooper? God, I can't speak. <laughs> do you know uh, Cooper was no? an American no. guy who was robbed the, biggest, the bank? Yeah, well, yeah. Then, Jumped out of a plane. Yeah, it was the largest heist out of an airplane ever. They never found this motherfucker. He grabs a couple sacks of cash and he was like, peace. He he robbed a bank, hijacked a plane, and then tried to skydive out for his exit. I think that motherfucker's dead. They found I think they found some money. Yeah, I think I don't know. I feel like that dude died. Like that's like great that photo shit right there. Like like literally find little trails of money One and the DLCs. <laughs> oh, that's sick, man. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. So, are you a big video game player at all? Talking about oh, GTA. Man, I, I used to be. Well, not anymore, man. Like my my brother, who's you know three years younger than me, he's into all the Call of Duty and stuff like that. But back in the, I've still got a PlayStation Two, man. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's good. It's good to keep them. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to be really bad in high school, man. I was one of those rage at times where it's like i think i went through two tvs and like three controllers <laughs> man like oh, i, I had this box tv with like a little aerial sticking out of it and 
I, I reckon I should put it on my resume. Like when I go for like Joe interviews, man, like, you know, they'll be like, what's your credentials? I finished St. Andreas. You know how hard that game is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I have yeah, top accomplishments. Oh my God, it's so good to get 100% in that. Oh, man, that game was a nightmare to finish. I was so, like, felt so good when I, like, I finished it. I was like, wow, I've done nothing with my life. I've just finished it. Yeah, again. It's a very yeah. empty victory at the end of it all. Yeah. So, no, man, like, um, I used to be huge into video games, but uh, not really much anymore. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very big on stories and stuff, and uh, mm. it's just the whole dragons and, and – um, magic and stuff it's not for me so yeah i feel as when i go out you know to you know game stores and stuff that that's all their their category is just you know yeah. dragons and stuff and it's like ah oh, there's, there's nothing here i like you know so, i can see why gta kind of fit more in in the lines of what you'd play then oh well i'm just waiting for number six to come out man like oh, they keep putting it on and then putting it we all just want to know where it's going to take place i mean yeah i feel like they I need to get it out of the i US. say australia hell yeah, yeah. Put my vote in. That. with a dude the outback in there you can fucking try to I run, run down some kangaroos <laughs> yes we don't ride them to work man no <laughs> dingo if that's the case dude, there you go let, let me yeah. ask you this: Did, did yeah. dingoes come into the city? Like coyotes in in the uh, the states, like are everywhere now. Did dingoes no. like evolve like uh, coyotes? Are they in the cities and shit? No, not at all, man. Like the only thing that's crazy about us is, uh, I think we were speaking about last time, um, spiders and snakes and stuff. <laughs> They're the only problems that are. Uh, or was that? Oh, I, don't know you got, I can't remember. But yeah, right. like everything's poisonous out there, right? It, 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 that's why I'm never coming there. <laughs> to, yeah like to outsiders they're like i'm not even coming and it's like so you like easy for us you know like a, a snake will like jump out and it's like you're like oh okay going about my day you know like, <laughs> oh my god fuck that fuck instagram and that shit <laughs> yeah like, like spiders are like pretty like you know snakes i can do with spiders are a whole nother thing man like sometimes it's like the size of my fist and everything fuck man. that jesus yeah like, <laughs> we don't have any spiders like that here like we have like little wolf spiders that tarantulas are, you know. in the in the southwest that's probably the biggest you're getting yeah california right especially yeah, yeah or uh arizona new mexico too yeah yeah the desert yep I think it's no, not tarantula. I think it's called Daddy Longlegs or something. But it's like this real big furry one, and it's it comes. It's very it comes in very country kind of areas, and I'm like from the coast, so I'm very a lot of trees and stuff, and so it comes into like houses a lot in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I told you the story like last week when we were setting this up, like the one that plopped on my face and I hit the high notes. Was that you guys? No. no. Okay, it must be another interviewer. My bad. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> God, it was horrible. It's fine. Uh, I'm just glad you're okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, there was this one time um, in, in my old house, uh, I used to, like, my bedroom used to have this uh, uh, window and the, the, the moon would shine in, so it would, like, light up the room and stuff. And I remember this one time I couldn't get to sleep and this black figure crawled across the roof and it was huge. And I was thinking, God damn it, like that. And it literally Home Alone style plopped on my face. And it was like when Marv gets it on his face and he hits the yeah. liner. Yeah. yeah. Literally like that. And I did like the dance and uh, it was horrible, man. It was stuck to my, it wasn't stuck to my face, but it was just furriness crawling around. It was horrible, man. Just knowing that a, a thing like that can like flip a, a grown man out, you know? Jeez. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're vicious, man. Like dad, daddy long legs are like, you know, when you spray them or if you hit them with your shoe because they've got such long legs, they, they get up on all fours and they try and jump in midair and like lunge at you. So it's like, yeah, you're just out of the room in an instant. Yeah. It's crazy. We have daddy long legs here in the States too, but they're, but they're like, nothing like these. Jesus Christ. Spiders <laughs> that are like bullshit. And there's a misconception that they're the most poisonous spider in the world. Like, but they don't have things that are like uh, capable of penetrating humans. It's not true at all. They're not. They're not poisonous. Even their venom isn't poisonous. Oh man! Like, like when they lunge at you, man. When they full jump in mid like yeah, like they just I'm out of the room. You can have my room. We I'm don't have spiders that lunge at you. Besides little harmless, like teeny jumping spiders. Like that's it. They'll yeah. jump at you, but that's it. Like no other spider. Every other spider is like fuck that. I'm out. I think there was one that we had over here. Um, 
think we still do. I think it's called a white back. And I don't know. It was a story that used to flip, creep the shit out of kids if we heard it. It, it was like, if it poisoned you, your skin would start to like deflate and like start to like come mm. off and everything or something. I can't remember. Like it was, it was so weird. I can't remember where I heard that from, but it was, I just remember it was such a talk of, of the topic for like years on it. It was like, don't get bitten by a white back because you're, you're born like fucked. And I was just like, Jesus, man. And like, yeah, I'll just be like watching out for everywhere that I'll like walk and stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. Yeah, they're nasty looking, man. I'm looking at them right now. They're, Ugh, they're gross. I mean, despite poisonous things, there's a lot of other just general things that could kill you in Australia, including like bull sharks and box trees, jellyfish. Yeah. And Are shit. there trees that if you like, uh, like they, they can like give you venom? Like if you rub up against them, I'm pretty sure Australia. If not, it might be Africa, but um, I'm not sure, man. Like uh, another bad thing is red belly black snakes. Like they're they're so sneaky and bad, man. It's it's because they love warmth and um so when it's like like especially you know high temperatures of warmth and stuff so when it's like a summer day they crawl into like they slither into like under your car or like in the the wheel of your car or in, in your motor and stuff so like when drivers try and go go to their car to open it up they literally like think you're gonna attack them and they, they like come out of your bloody um um you know um, like the wheel weld there Oh, yeah, like the rim of your wheel and stuff. And I, I remember uh, my brother was like, I thought he was taking the piss out of me because I'd never seen one before. And luckily, it, you know, slithered away. So the red belly went under your car. I didn't like, I just caught off all my meetings and stuff for like a few hours and just said, no, nah, I'm going to drive my car later, you know? Yeah. Away. So I'd rather not fuck with this. And those are crazy. I just pulled it up. It looks like a cobra, sort of like a black cobra with a yellow, like, and red yeah. kind of stomach. Welcome to Australia, guys. We're like Paul Hogan and stuff, man. Yeah, fights these things. Oh, my yeah. God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just... Well, it sounds like it is a struggle growing up out there in Australia. <laughs> if, the, if the streets aren't getting you, it's the fucking wildlife, man. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of gang violence, it's like a spider and snake violence. And <laughs> yeah. We, it's like us people, humans got to stick together because everything else is trying to fucking kill us. No, I'd, yeah. I'd really like to come uh, and visit mm. Australia. It's been on my list of uh, places to go. I think it might be next up if, if at all possible. You're, you're just a little bit north of Sydney, you said? Yeah, man. So, like, if you you pretty much, you know, hit Sydney CBD, which is, like, Harbour Bridge, Upper House and all that, and all you just got to do is catch a train two hours up and, and basically basically there. So, uh, it's crazy, man, because it, it's it, it's wigging me out, man, that it's, like, I've wanted to see New York for so long, and it's so easy for you guys. It's, like, what is it? You said an hour and a half or something away? It's, like... Yeah, just, Matt's not far from it. I'm on the... I'm in California now, so it's... Right. It's, a, it's like a three-hour plane ride, you know, to go home because yeah, my family's all still back there. Oh, it's like, like yeah, that, that that that's a dream for me. And it's like, oh, we want to see Opera House and, you know, all that. And, and it's just like, oh, that's just a train ride away. Like, that's that's nothing. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's all about... That's the nice thing is, like, the more you get out and, like, experience all these other places and perspectives and stuff like that, that's what really kind of brings life into a, a full like feeling in a way you know that's what i found in traveling is just getting the other perspectives seeing how other people live it's kind of like oh okay I'm, i feel like i've got a part that's I, I was missing out on before yeah i heard in like new york man like everyone's trying to like sell their mixtape on the corners and stuff just to oh yeah to, like the in San Francisco too. It's everywhere in LA, like any city, Vegas. Like you'll find it anywhere. They're trying to hand it to you, and then they'll ask you for a small donation. Wow, man! Yeah. And is it like just be like garbage, man? Like is the majority of it? Like, do they do like where it's like the headphones and stuff? And it's like have a listen. And it's like oh god, man, this is yep. so whack yeah, that I can awesome. perform, and that's where you you know you'll see the true talent. Like you, you'll every now and again you'll come across somebody performing on the, the street, and you're like, Damn, oh yeah, that person's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you have you been to South Bronx, man? Yeah, of course, man. What are, what are you talking about? I love the city. I've been to the city many many times. <laughs> yeah, have, have you been to fifteen Bronx, Harlem? Like I go everywhere. Have you been to fifteen twenty Sedwick Avenue? 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm bad with... There's so many fucking streets down there, dude. Like, I've gone to so many areas, like, to hang out in, like, Fulton and shit, like, where Biggie grew up and, like, you know, just... Oh, God. You're so jealous, man. Like, no, 1520 Sedwick Avenue is the apartment blocks where, like, all the block pies and stuff, and day one of hip-hop started, man. So, that's why I want to go to just stand there and, like, have my little boombox and probably get Oh, Matt, that's right off 87. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I've been there, man. Um, there's it's on like, like the other side of the FDR. It's it's so cool. Like it's like an independent culture system down there. Like each block has its own thing going on, and you know people are just like family. And like you'll find like everything from a lot of like block parties going on, fucking dirt bikes like ripping down the middle of the city street, cool um, ass murals and shit. A too. lot of great art. Great art is a big thing about the city that I go for. Is like I take a lot of photos when I go to the city of like this back like alley graffiti or even just like sometimes it'll be yeah. because like, we, ha- we have a buddy who will paint down there and yeah. he's always telling us about uh what he's seeing and stuff yeah and bringing you along every so often too yeah yeah did you hear about um uh, wait what was it was it harlem no because harlem's got the big l one i think it might have been another side of um no i think it was queens and um they had a big monument because they've got one of biggie one of Big L, and they're trying to get one of Prodigy from Mob Deep, and um, someone like they've made this big monument moral, and you someone like painted like over his face or something, got a, like a roll and painted, and just like had a massive uproar about it. Did you hear about that? Wow. No, 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 no. no that was that's, that's some disrespect right there, though. Of, of, I yeah. find that a lot though, because there's people out tagging and shit like that. But I mean, that sounds like they just didn't like the mural. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty harsh that one oh rucker park have you been to ruckers park man oh yeah basketball yeah. court yeah uh, god man I, what, what a, I haven't played on the court or anything <laughs> yeah really? no it's like it's like known for like one of the best street ball courts in like you know like hip-hop culture man yeah that's of course it. yeah yeah it's look, but look at our skin tone that's why we're not able to get on that <laughs> yeah 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 not that we couldn't appreciate a good game yeah, we just wouldn't make the cut. We'd be benched. <laughs> yeah, benched. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I got a nasty three, I'll tell you that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, he's still um, basketball. But uh, those days are Yeah, not anymore, man. Who, who did, who, did you watch him, man? Who'd you go for? What, watching? Yeah. The Raptors. I was a Raptors fan when I was young for a little yeah. bit. I, I never got into sports as much. Like, the only no? sport I keep up with today is MMA. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I love Joe Rogan and stuff, man. But oh, you got your notorious shirt on right now. <laughs> is that for is that for Connor? Yeah, of course it is, baby. <laughs> well, it's kind uh, of it's like notorious, like notorious Connor McGregor, and of course, right. notorious. Like notorious means two things to me now. Like it used to only mean Biggie, but now, like, yeah, Connor kind of took that from Biggie in a way. It's like McGregor, man. I can't help but love. What are you him. doing? <laughs> Oh, man, you're going to hate me. I was on the Money Mayweather team, man, to be oh, honest. Come on, bro. I wanted I wanted McGregor to end Mayweather so bad. I was like, this is an old man. McGregor should have a problem. I do give him his props, man. Like, he, I was shocked of how many rounds he went with him. Like, that was so impressive, man. Like, yeah. You know, uh, but, yeah, now, know now Mayweather's getting into MMA, too. So, oh, that, that, that's see just how that goes. Man, he's going he's gonna to be fucked. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's going to be modified rules, if anything. And Dana White still said, like, bullshit. No ground him. game. You're not allowed to hit him. No <laughs> kicking him at all. <laughs> Don't yeah. you kick Mayweather. <laughs> One leg kick to that little frail man, and he would just be fucking flipped at 360. Uh, real what is it? The embarrassment of uh, CM Punk, like from WWE, going to. <laughs> that's who he should fight. If he comes to MMA, he should fight CM Punk. Like, that's that's a legit, like, equal match. If he fights yeah. Conor McGregor in any rules where Conor can grab him, he's dead. He is officially yeah. dead. If, if Conor can grab him in any... I don't think they're going to let that fight happen. No. no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's never going to be Conor in the octagon. I don't think Conor even wants that fight. Everybody's going to imagine it's going to be Conor. But, like, yeah, no matter who it is, like, if they have any jiu-jitsu, like, background at all more than, like, a year or two, like, he's fucked. He's literally yeah, done. man, hundred percent. Like exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good thing, man. Like yeah, just put him up against Saint Bung. Like it's, yeah, that's so he's bad to that point. Like that. Yeah, yeah. he he would destroy him. I mean, we're talking the best striker of all time. CM Punk would try to make a move to bring him to the ground, and Mayweather would uppercut him into a new fucking realm. 
Yeah, just, just go back to your scripted like wrestling kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. tough, but it's it's not MMA. Now yeah. here, how about this? BJ Penn, Floyd Mayweather. No way. Penn's older and in age, but he would still destroy him with technique. I mean, yeah, he's all, they're about the same height and weight. Yeah, BJ Penn is um, a champion. I mean, he's he's like had a rough ending to his career lately, but he's. I reckon great. if they did set something up, Joe Rogan would have a field day on his podcast, man, talking about it for like weeks on end. That oh, guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my Get god, tons of material out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a video gamer as well, surprisingly, but. I'm, Oh my God. Rogan paid ten grand a month or something ridiculous for internet to uproot his internet, <laughs> sitcom money, and uh, to play yeah, like yeah. Doom or Quake. oh yeah, Quake, yeah, like yeah, he paid ten G's a month like with that star money to fucking play this. It's like really, dude. Some of that news radio cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, man. Yeah, Damn. fucking. That's the thing about internet, man. Is like back in the day. You know, you would have to like disconnect your phone and, yep. and you know, or like, oh my God. Yeah. You couldn't get a phone call with that dial up bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It would, like fucking kill your internet. You'd be like, fucker. Yeah. Fuck. To get like Google, like as much as Google would take like an hour just to get on and literally like set, what is it? I don't think I'm 17, 18 hours in France. Just like naturally talking to one of my, like, my guys I'm going to see like in a few minutes or something, you know? Yeah. This has been nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. Yeah, it's so easy, so smooth. I'm looking at you, instantly talking to you across the fucking world in a new fucking day in the future. I'm talking to the future right now. This is crazy. (laughs) I can't give you the, like, no lottery tickets or nothing like that, man. Damn it. They don't play the, oh, man, I always thought they played, like, the U.S. lottery ahead of time in Australia so that you might be able Criminal mastermind scheme is done. (laughs) What was the point of the interview even then, you know? (laughs) Exactly. You have to be Mexican to win that shit. I don't know where I heard that from, but I've heard that so many times. You have to be Mexican to win that shit. Well, you know what? I've always heard with the lotto, it's like the people that uh, don't, the people that need the money for the lotto would would have more money if they didn't play the lotto. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think anybody breaks even. Yeah. It just, it's not going to work out for you. Yeah. Well, th- this is this has been great talking to you though. Is there uh, anything else that you'd like to throw out there? Uh, places that people can find you? All that kind of stuff. Uh, personally, man, like, I, I want to I want to give a shout out to you guys, man, for sending this up. Sure, like it was so fun talking about it. like, man, I like all about America, man. Like, and <laughs> my dreams a bit more about the place. Except any for the questions you have, feel free to message us. You know, hundred percent, man. Yeah, except for the badges, I'm disappointed they don't show it anymore. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, man, hundred percent. And I wish you guys the best with like future artists and whoever comes on the show and. But yeah, majority of where people can find me, man, like updates and music and just whatever I'm doing in my career is just hit me up on Facebook and Muggsy, M-U-G-Z-Y. But here and also it's M-U-G-Z-Y. I don't know why the difference is. Um, but yeah, hit me up there. Because Americans the- won't uh, assimilate to every, the rest of the world. That's <laughs> the <laughs> 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 Yeah, man. So just hit me up there to all the viewers and the listeners, man, and... Yeah, that's where you can find me, man. See me off like a thumbs up, like and a message and everything, man. So Facebook's Perfect. there, the good guy. Yeah. Well, th- thank you for reaching out to us. I'm, I'm glad that we got the chance to cross paths here. Uh, too easy, man. Hopefully it wasn't too much like a, a poor Hogan, man, because you can only no. find those guys like two in the morning at the, at the pub, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was fantastic. Yeah, this was good, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, too easy, man. T- take it easy. Keep in touch. Oh, definitely. <laughs> now let's step into our plugs real quick. You can check us out on Facebook. Search American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us there. Check the American Slackers group out. You can chime in with a bunch of slackers just like you. Also, stop by the Instagram, American Slacker Podcast, as well. Nice and convenient. You can see the promos for each and every show. And don't forget the main hub, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. All of our stuff goes on YouTube with even more content growing there. We're getting that video up for you. Uh, You can rate and review us on iTunes, five stars or nothing. Please tell a friend about the show. And if you want to send us an email, 
American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. We'll get right back to you. And also check the Spotify playlist. You'll find the artists that we feature on the show. You can also support the show by becoming a Patreon Slacker on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. And please head over to American Slacker Podcast.bigcartel.com for any of your merch needs. Hell yeah. If you want to get at me on my Instagram, MWG Media. And also on my Xbox Live gamer tag, Matty G from HP. And mine is Lander's the plan for all them shits. Mugsy, it's been a pleasure. We're happy to have had you on. Hell yeah. And until next time, that's it. There you go.